You ever heard the phrase, the more things change, the more things stay the same? And while we love the excitement of new things, it's also nice to have the reliability of something constant. Hey, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when it comes to insurance, a State Farm is a good neighbor you can count on. Solo llama a tu agente. Another way State Farm helps is by supporting the creators and storytellers of the Michael Tudor Podcast Network family. Con la ayuda de State Farm, estamos ayudando y asegurándonos de que nuestras voces sean escuchadas. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. This is an official download from thecustardtv.com. It's the Custard TV podcast. I can't believe we're doing it again. Do we ever learn? Uh, my name is Luke, editor and runner of the website. The website being thecustardtv.com. Matt in the northern area and Gary uh, in the London area. I, I've got an apology up front on the podcast. I, I, I had to order my shopping to, de- to be delivered, and it's coming at 7 o'clock. I do apologise in advance. That's all so right, at, that's all right. In about it's coming half, at half, 7 or between 7 and 8? Well, between 7 and 8, but my experience of my local delivery service uh, from a, a major supermarket whose colour is orange it, is that they tend to set up early rather than late. I spent, I spent a lot of money today on hay fever treatment. It's How much really is bad. a lot of money? It was 17 quid for tablets, nasal spray and eye drops. Right. Tablets that will only last me three weeks, and I'm not sure how long the others are going to last me. So, do you suffer with that, Matt, or are you a normal? Light hay fever. I used to get it worse when I was younger, but I I get it okay. I get a bit of sniffle and a bit of like you know eye rubbing, but not. Um, I think to the extent that Gary gets it right, Gary, go. I am a normal, um, and if I'm not, then I don't want to be normal. Up yours. <laughs> If loving you is right, I don't want to be wrong. Probably like as, that, yeah. As the song says. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Oh, you said you do that the other day. No, no. <laughs> I've, I've you have too it. much to drink, man. <laughs> All right, then. It's the I, can, I suppose the only anecdote is I suppose I can drink again now. Now that, I've not done, now that I'm not on antibiotics for I the, don't. You're I'm not a heavy not. drinker anyway, though, are you? No, I know, but there is a certain kind of like, oh, I can now. What would your tip will be, then? Because I can't uh, imagine A, a nice drinking. fruit cider? I think I'm I'm more like a fruit cider person than a beer person. I think. Yes, because when we went down the pub, Gary had a non-alcoholic oh, yeah. drink, and I had a fruity cider. Yeah, but to be it, fair to Gary, it was about eleven o'clock in the morning, wasn't it? So... Yeah, but to be fair as well, I was still on antibiotics. It wasn't so. eleven o'clock in the morning; it was three o'clock in the afternoon. And I think most of the people in the pub we went to had already been there since about. Yeah. <laughs> most of them are nursing a pint from nine o'clock that morning. I think. I don't think they appreciated us like taping part of a podcast in the pub. We just got. I can't imagine that happening. Nobody that said often. anything. <laughs> Luke. Hey, everybody, here's our staff. Gary. I've never heard of him before today. And Matt. He's a professional. The telly-obsessed trio. Enjoy your show, boy. This is the Custard TV Podcast. TV news, not a great deal of it, except to say I had an email through yesterday that I wasn't expecting to tell me that Luther is returning for a brand new series next year. 
Well, I, I, I saw it on Twitter, so why didn't you I just thought, do that? I thought it was long. I thought it was just done. I didn't think there was any more. I knew Idris Elba since Series 3 was saying, oh, we're going to put it on the big screen. I think we agreed that Series 4 with Rose Leslie and another lady woman who I can see but can't think who it is. So I thought Series 4 was done. It was really d- disappointing and a bit of a mess and really confusing. Darren Boyd uh, is who I was thinking of as yeah, always. He, was he never found out what happened to his coat, you know. So. Well, that's how every series I think ends of Luther. It, I think it's only going to be... Properly through if Ruth Wilson pops up at some yeah. point. That's yeah. what I yeah. thought it was lacking. And I'm hoping has, she has will the because it, No, they're doing another series, but that'll be on in sort of September, October time, whereas they're not filming this till early next year, so I'm hoping and it's four episodes like series two and series three were, so I'm hoping that it's gonna be a return to form and uh, I'm glad about it. I, th- I think so, yeah. What we'd like is we'd like Ruth Wilson a return to violence because let's face it, the best episode was of Luther were Violent ones. Well, you know who else I'd like back? I'd like Paul McGann back because here in Idris yeah, Elba had an yeah. interesting chemistry that I liked. No, but okay. I'd, I'd like Saskia Reeves back as his boss as well. I thought she. Oh yeah, that'd be really good. good. But they killed yeah, that... off Indira Varmus, so you can't have her back, and you yeah, can't have Warren I'm, Brown. I'm just thinking maybe I should just watch the first two series because yeah. that I don't yeah. think yeah. I like. Yeah, yeah, when Luther... this series comes on, you just watch the boxer the first two. Yeah. So yeah, Luther will be back in 2018 on the BBC. No date, but it's going to be filming early next year. Um, Gary? Yes? You know where I want you to go, and I want you to go there right now. So we are looking at, firstly, Fox. Now, I haven't broken these down into drama and comedy, but obviously it'll be fairly obvious as we go through them. Uh, the first is a programme called The Gifted. Now, this is set in the X-Men universe and produced by, executive produced by Brian Singer, who's been executive producing and directing a lot of the X-Men movies. Basically, this looks very much like a kind of like high school version of the X-Men. So it's about um, young children, young young people, sorry, who discover that they've got powers. It's kind of, it feels like very much like like the cheerleader storyline in Heroes all over again. I put Heroes 2 or Legion Junior in no, my notes for this. Yeah, what this, I, what I this is teaching me is that Matt makes notes. I hadn't realised until we started these trailers. I made notes Matt for these trailers. Notes. I made yeah. notes for these trailers. I don't make notes well, so for everything. I, yeah. to be fair. Just... I don't. I just watch them well, and it all goes in. Oh, yeah. yeah well... well yeah. I thought this was okay, but I must admit I'm a little bit intrep- I'm a little bit scared because oh, what scares the wrong word? <laughs> Terrified is the wrong word. I'm a little bit worried because there's an awful lot of these superhero uh, television yeah. shows now. Over saturation of the market, the superhero market, and all yeah. the extended Marvel universe. Indeed, and again, I didn't see anything new in it. No. Which is the theme that we're picking up in these trailers for 2017. Talking of not seeing anything new, the next is The Orville, which uh, is uh, starring Seth MacFarlane, he of uh, many Family Guy spin-offs. This is basically a Star Trek comedy rip-off. They're basically on a starship, exploring new worlds, and they get, you know, they is meet Seth a baddie. MacFarlane written it as well, or is he just in it? I presume so. He's I presume he's things. involved. I, yes, the, the pilot, he's definitely involved. We, we've said this before, that there's a, re, there's a possibility with pilots that they give away the best jokes. There was no day, no way that was the case in this one. The yeah. jokes were flat, but the premise looks okay. The next was another comedy called Ghosted. This is a, a buddy comedy starring Adam Scott from... Um, um, Parks and, and Rec. Parks and Rec. Big Little Lies. Indeed. And looks a little bit like kind of like Men in Black, the TV series. Two people get... Uh, 
kidnapped by a government agency, the underground agency, and they're they're set to sort of explore these kind of phenomenon. Out of the ones that I saw, as regards to a comedy, I thought mm. this was okay. Uh, the next is the only drama out of the f- uh, the only sorry one of the only two dramas that we've got. This is called The Resident. Uh, now this stars, and I cannot pronounce his name, Matt. Matt, you carry from the Good Wife. Thank you. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, that's how you pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> and, and effectively, you've got three storylines here. You've got uh, first of all, you've got the um, medical, the, the old medic, the sort of you know famous surgeon who's who's losing his skills. You've got Matt playing this, uh, not you, Matt, the other Matt, uh, playing this third year, this cocky third year resident who's one who's picking out the problems that the other guy's got, and he's kind of you know the one that's saving lives. And then you've got the new junior doctor who's learning you know the exposition the, the, the whose eyes we're going to see the whole thing you know go through this looked reasonable mm. there is a gap for this kind of medical drama out there i suppose i mean drama it does seem a bit like in the early series of er we had carter with um benson yes. and benson was like had a bit of a temper on him and was a bit and and carter didn't like being with him and that looked like this and there's also, you said, Bruce Greenwood plays like this sort of TV doctor almost, doesn't he? He's like the well, poster. Well, he is. He's like the face of... And there's yeah, obviously then poster the child of the hospital. Of it, yeah. You know, or politics of the hospital. Mm. Everything's a bit bland and a bit uninspiring. And I, yeah, I well, nothing them. to sort of, you know, make you go, wow. I tell you what uh, the last made me one... think is that I should make notes. Yeah, these. perhaps you perhaps you should, like professionals. <laughs> uh, the yeah. last, and in my opinion, the worst, LA to Vegas... Uh, a bawdy comedy set on a plane. Bad jokes. I mean, Dylan McDermott looks like he's having fun, but then, like yeah. you said before, if people look like they're having fun, then it's probably, probably a problem. Not. He's like and, very and also, there were about what sort of there were about four people in the main cast. There was the two, the pilot, the co-pilot, and two well, in students. the in the trailer anyway. They might have fleshed it yeah. out. A I did like the gag at the end where it was like, you know, another one, it's I'm wheels up in 10. I thought that was quite amusing. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, that's kind of like, you know, pilots, you know, that, that, that joke was done in airplane <laughs> well, yeah. years ago, you that's know, I mean. The, that's the general gist, it is pilots. That's the... Yeah, and I suppose we should say is that it's it's about the same flight that does every weekend. It goes from LA to Las Vegas and then back, so. This is the one that I thought was most limiting. I don't understand how they're going to make a no, show out of this. It does feel one, like one that might be cancelled first out of all yeah, of those. Yeah, that, that would be my tip. So. Um, that is the Fox Network. Uh, again, there were, there's also some coming back, so things like the X-Files are coming back, but there's no uh, no trailers for that. And there's a new Ryan Murphy show as well, isn't there? Nice. Yeah, does but there's that nothing... guy have time? I don't think he does anything but create television shows. His what, wife must be so annoyed. Isn't he gay? He's His very partner gay. must be so annoyed. <laughs> Cut that bit out. <laughs> His wife's annoyed because she hasn't found out he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's only the general on, public on... that know he's gay. Uh, next is the CW network. Now the CW network has kind of taken up this mantle of the fifth, of the fourth network or the fifth network, sorry, um, and is bringing back some some interesting shows. The first of which is a remake of Dynasty. Now, I one thing I would say: all of these trailers made the shows look very slick and. Luke. Well produced. Would you agree with that, Matt and Luke? This yes. this one, well, I say this one made it look like if you liked the campiness of the eighties yeah. one, this is just having that campiness but modernising it. You know, it's like a soap, wasn't it, Dynasty? Yeah, so you've got rubbish acting, cheesy lines, sort of campy it fight was not scenes. Terrible acting, wasn't it? I've just Joan... put. What's the point? 
they did say in the trailer as well that it is written by the the people who orig- wrote the original one. But unlike well, like Dallas, where we had it was a continuation of the story, this is a remake. So I don't. Yeah, see th- there's the nobody point. from the original Dynasty going to be making any you know. I did see uh, characters brief appearance from Alan Dale. I haven't seen him around in a while. I like was him. expecting him to be playing Blake Carrington, but he wasn't. Mm. That he probably great. auditioned for it and they said, oh, you're a bit old, but we haven't had you on, on the telly for a while. I think so. he was like the butler or something. Oh, I don't know. Um, next one is Valor. Now, this is kind of like an all-action American helicopter. I mean, this A lot of like... these. It's all very flag-waving patriot. It's that sort of yeah. thing. I mean, we have one they... last week on NBC. There's this and there's one coming up on CBS as well. There is, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and, and again, there was nobody really of note in it. No one, no recognisable characters. They're obviously going for a, a young new cast. There was that shot of all the helicopters taking off, and I'm like, I'm just thinking, could be cars, could be tanks, could be anything. Why was it helicopters necessarily? I don't know. They all look a bit... Mm. Bland. Yeah, really Yeah, bland. Generic beige, I suppose, even. Like, just this one in particular. We have yet another superhero um, franchise. This is part of the DC Comics franchise, and this is Black Lightning. Now, this was pitched as more a kind of black exploitation sort of spin-off um, of those films from the seventies. You know, sort of like this guy is, is is kind of like an older superhero who's hung up his uh, hung up his tights and has become a teacher, but he's now being dragged back into... He's got to get that hundred gang or whatever they... He's got to get that hundred gang, yeah. Though there was only three of them that I saw (laughs) in the trailer. Uh, And and also then his daughters uh, begin to seem like they may have powers as well. So there's obviously uh, the next generation coming through. I I didn't get this. No, I I didn't get this at all, really. I have to to agree with you. No interest. I I kind of watched it and I thought, I will not watch this. No. And lastly, but by no means leastly, uh, was a gentle comedy about dying. Yes, that's right. Life Sentence, a quirky comedy about a cancer patient who is cured and now is not going to die and is having to cope with how to live. It's the best of these CW shows, which isn't saying... Yeah, certainly, yeah, the most interesting... They said it's from the makers of Scrubs and it looks like it's got that same sort of, you know, like the humour mixed with the... The humour mixed with... That Braff didn't create Scrubs. Did he not? No, no. no oh, OK, no. I do apologise. <laughs> no, but the, the same sort of, you know, you had that sort of humour in Scrubs, but you also had the sort of sentimental, emotional side. It looks like yeah. the balance here is more on the emotion with some comedy as well. And I do like Lucy Hale. I think she's and, a and Another random Brit or an American yes, Brit. Yes, and I think Luke will have met this guy before. Oh. Um, the Brit- the boyfriend in this, Luke. Did you recognise him? I, d- I I can't remember now. Damn, I should have made notes. Elliot not- Elliot Knight. It's not was Frank in... Belly again, is it? Or wherever it knows? No, no, no. Elliot Knight, who was in uh, by any means. I think he was the young. I did meet officer. him. Yeah, there I you go. <laughs> You've now met an American TV superstar. Well done. Yeah, playing Lucy Hale's husband in this. So that's your random Brit in in the CW network one. Whilst we are west, uh, we will discuss two shows. One that we've been watching for a while and one that I've asked uh, Matt to carry on watching. Which one do you want to do first? Should we get the Carmichael show out of the way? Carmichael show is a NBC sitcom that I stumbled across sort of early, well, mid last year when critics I like were talking about it and I was thinking, I don't even know anything about this. They've done three seasons we're into now. They've done episodes on Bill Cosby, Trump. It's a family sitcom in the vein of something like Everybody Loves Raymond, but it has 
things to say. Let's issues. Say. Uh, issue issue based. based. Basically, the reason I wanted to talk about it is not because it's going to be airing here because there's no interest in that, it would seem. But if, I wanted... it, if uh, Trouble was still around... This would be on trouble. I, yeah, I just I after hanging with Mr. Cooper and the yeah and the Parkers, we know we've got some U.S. listeners, and I wanted people to know in America that this was a thing because it makes me laugh. I find it funny. I I think it's interesting to have a comedy that has things to say. There were three episodes this series that I that have been on. Episode one was about consent. Uh, and episode three was about assisted suicide. So you can tell just by those two topics that it is a show that has things to say. It doesn't shy away from uh, issues. And, and the Donald yeah. Trump one and the Cosby one were even... Just looking at of... the uh, episode list, episode six of this season is called Lesbian Wedding. So I think you can guess about I don't know what, what that's about. I <laughs> so um, I, ju- I just wanted to bring it to people's attention and... Um, as Matt said, let's get it out of the way. Did you not enjoy it at all? I enjoyed the third one more. This to do with the first one that I watched, and I was—that's okay. why I was trepidatious to watch I... any more. It's mainly that it's as you, you keep saying, "Oh, just watch it." It's only twenty-one minutes, blah blah blah. But um, the fact it is only that long, it—it it, it almost feels like the issue. It—it's too short before the episode yeah. starts. That the issue is. Like that first one, the um, girlfriend of uh, Carmichael, um, just like it's like the it's like the third line. Oh, I just found out someone I knew was raped. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> I agree. You know, it, to that it doesn't feel real. It feels like I'm watching a sitcom. Yeah, and I don't think he's great either. The lead, Jared Carmichael. I don't think he's a great performer. Not. I know he's a, a stand-up comedian, but it, yeah. As an actor, I don't really rate him in this. He just feels like it's just him. But he's having to act because, as you say, it's issue-based. Whereas, like, for example, as you said, Everybody Loves Raymond. I don't think Ray Romano had to do a great deal of acting because it was... No, and actually, if you watch... That made me think, actually. If you watch the early Raymonds, he becomes a better actor as the series goes on. In the first three series, he's pretty... He doesn't know what he's doing, quite obviously. But as it goes on, and they give him more to do, he becomes... Because we don't really have that uh, thing where stand-up comedians given them... I'm sure there comedies. are I'm sure there are some. I'm trying to think... There there has been examples in the past. I don't think they've lasted very long. But I'm sure if, if I, we think long enough... I mean, like... I know I suppose, Jack D did Lead Balloon and... I suppose back in the day you had, like, Tony Hancock and Eric Sykes and people like that so doing... That's, they that weren't stand-ups, be, though, were they, That originally? would be an example... I suppose I don't know to be honest with you, but they—they they, I suppose what I'm saying is the characters were based on you know they had Tony Hancock was Tony Hancock, Eric Sykes was Sykes. Yeah. They had you know it was based on their personalities rather than being like a character comedy. And as you say, like Lead Balloon was a bit sort of of Jack yeah. D sort of on stage personality, and he didn't do a lot of acting in that. I preferred the the second episode that you got me to watch the grandma one, um, grandma. but I don't I don't feel I really I don't really feel I laughed I almost laughed a couple of times but I don't I didn't. How do you almost laugh? Is that well, when I you feel, stop I feel yourself? it sort of coming and then no it wasn't that fun. it wasn't fun. you you do that the brain makes the initial reaction that was quite funny and then you sort of stop yourself because oh no it actually on retrospect I'm not going to let you laugh because it it wasn't uh, but no I like I think because as well you just had the you had less characters here in this it was all it was set a in the house yeah. yeah well no it's four of them 
Well, one of them what? is going to die. <laughs> okay, there's no easy way to say this, so I'm just come out and tell you. I've been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Wait, that's your news? Well, I'm sorry to have to break it to you this way. Uh, Mom, we've known about this for six months. <laughs> You mean I told you this already? Yes. For real? This news is even sadder the second time around. Grandma, how have you been feeling? Well, it's been a struggle, but I'm feeling better now that I've decided to take matters into my own hands and end my life myself. Oh. Mom! Oh, I'm sorry. Have I, did I tell you that news already, too? No, you didn't tell us that news. Good, then that's the news I want to take. The only thing that made me sort of laugh in the first one, because you say it was about consent, and then the sort of, he's got that dim-witted brother, is it Bobby? Yeah, Bobby. And Bobby, Bobby thinks he's a raper, and I just yeah. like, when they keep saying raper, that was the only thing that yeah. made me laugh. If a guy had a drunk hookup with a girl last night, he doesn't remember verbally getting a yes, could that guy be a raper? Yes. What's wrong, Bobby? Mama might be a raper. Oh, sweet shepherd of Jesus. You a raper? Bobby, I didn't raise you to be no raper. Hold on, everybody. The correct word is rapist. I don't know. It just was a bit damp for me. There wasn't... And I appreciate why you like it in terms of it dealing but I feel maybe if it was a cable one and it was half an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah I agree. I didn't like him. I did. There wasn't. I. I. There wasn't that believability. I would agree. I think that the Bobby and the and the parents are the draw for me. Well, you've got. I mean, you've got Loretta Devine and David Alan Greer who are sort of yeah. seasoned. Sometimes just their delivery will make me smile or make me laugh. I think it's unusual to have an American sitcom that does. A, a, net, a network, comedy. a network sitcom, yeah, that yeah. does tackle issues. Because I think so, a lot of the a lot of the cable ones do. Yeah, but they're sort of known for it, whereas NBC yeah. isn't known for taking yeah, risks, perhaps in quite the same way. So yeah. thank you for watching it. If That's you're right. into it and you want to find it out, it's on Wednesdays on NBC. Also on the telly in in both the US and the UK. We're on ep three of The Handmaid's Tale on Channel Four Sundays at nine. If you've listened to previous podcasts, then you'll know we have an interesting relationship with it where we find it slow, we find it depressing, we find it not as interesting, and then in the last 20 minutes, something interesting will happen and we feel drawn I, in again. I sort of came upon the issue I have with it. Go. I think yes. it's the fact that it makes me angry. The, uh, the situation... You are not alone. You are not there alone is. there. I've but heard I, lots I don't of people like say because. That. You know, we watch uncomfortable stuff all the time. We do, um, yeah. And, and, we, I, and I don't mind it. that. And we don't mind it. Like Three Girls, for example, the other week. But I think mm. it just sort of makes you angry and just keep that anger. And because there's there's hardly any incidental music, there's hardly any let-up. It's just this I feeling of resentment. about the, the lack of music. Yeah, I like the, the Blondie yeah. thing yeah. that was in this but, episode. But it's certainly in the sort of modern day when you're in the repressive Gilead. In, yes. Yeah. Um, is that... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, you don't get any at all. You do obviously get like background new music in the flashbacks. That is very sort of um, static. And yeah. as I say, you just that that but anger is, and is resentment. That, is that to put is that to put us in there to make us feel like we're in their world with them? As yeah, much as but it, I just think you don't want to feel angry while you're watching TV, or you don't want this continual feel of anger because it just. And I think well, what that's about what, me when I was watching The Lock and Fearless? I had well, the we'll same. Get to, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. <laughs> don't worry, we'll get there. <laughs> I had the same anger. And it wasn't as well acted as Elizabeth Moss does here. I agree with you. This episode, though, I thought flowed a lot yeah. better than the my other. My favourite episode. Two. Yes, mine three. as well. Mine as t- well. I, and again, I think I think because we had a lot of different things going on. Yes. Because we had the stuff with Elizabeth Moss. They thought she was pregnant. Then you had I love the stuff because you didn't know originally why. Uh, her master's wife was being so loving and. Well, I thought it was excellent in this episode as well. Yeah, Yvonne I've not Str- liked her before. Yvonne this... Strakowski, I think the actress the is. The very name. same. I liked her in Chuck. <laughs> Did you? I never saw Chuck. Never saw. Had Chuck. A, had a uh, had the theme tune by Cake. Um, oh, which one? Short shoes and the long jacket. No, oh, that's... I love. That one. I feel we got on top of it a little bit. I want a girl with a short skirt and a long jacket. I feel we got we drifted <laughs> at some point. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, so you had all that stuff, and then you had the stuff about the um, where Alexis Bedell's character Emily is the character's name. Yeah, she went on trial. Interesting that they're being... now referring to her as her name. I didn't know they did. That. Well, because because she's, she's not, not of, of anyone. I think we explained this when me and Gary first talked about it. The names they're given in the Gilead is the handmaid that they're currently the sort of you know the womb for. So uh, Elizabeth Moss is. Of Fred, because Josie Fine's yeah. character is Fred Waterford. Alexis Bedell was of Glenn, and now she isn't because they've got a new handmaid in that house. Because Good she's man. a gender traitor, and she's yeah. um, a lesbian, and she's been having a relationship in this new regime. She's mm. been put on trial, but because she's... Um, what's the word? Not what's, What is the word they use? Fertile. Fertile. She, she gets to live, whereas the girl she was having the relationship with 
got hung at the end of it. Um, but obviously, Emily's ultimate fate was to have... Um, is yeah, it like genital mutilation? Genital mutilation, but I was thinking of a Gary way to put it. Oh, God. <laughs> and I think at the moment, with all this sort of political stuff that's going on in the UK, this is feeling more and more sort of relevant. Well, around the world in general, though, yeah. I had no issues no. with this, really. I, it didn't slow down to the same degree no. that it slowed down and in the past. We liked the... Uh, well, I, I say we liked it. I assume you liked the flashbacks as well, which gave you a more rounded opinion of... How they got there, how they got See, to the... But I think Alexis Bledel really shone in this. Great, great face acting from Alexis By Bledel. her, I, know, I think they managed to cast the two sort of young American actresses who've got the best facial expressions they do. in the does. business. She does, she does. Elizabeth Moss and Alexis Bledel. I mean, when Top of the Lake is on, I think it's next month, I think they're going to show it. Um, the, her expressions in that are just brilliant as well. But then when you sort of see it all, because in like reality she's very sort of playful animated. and very sort of open and animated and and no Josie finds which I think there was no like weird sex scene which helped no I weird think, sex scene that. no weird scrabble scene I, I didn't mind I the did... scrabble scene no I know but it, it, I thought we were going to get more of that and I was kind of glad and I even like the scenes where they went to see the baby it... of the young girl and yes. she's like oh my commander weird loves girl me with the one eye with the one eye I was just thinking um, we had Scrabble last week. Maybe they'll start playing like Operation and Bookaroo, and it'll be a different well, ball who? game every. Guess. I like the idea of Guess Who because they're all in Wimples. <laughs> Am I wearing your... a Wimple? Yeah. <laughs> Is your character wearing a Wimple? Yes. <laughs> Does your character have more than one eye? No. At my first tail. Yes. Well, no, that's what you say. At my first tail. We should come up with Handmaid's Tail. Guess, guess Who. who? <laughs> Um, no, I'm, I'm still into this. Uh, uh, you know, th- this was my swing episode. I think if I swung too much into the other way, I wasn't going to carry on. But I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I, I did as well. I, I agree uh, wholeheartedly with Luke. With hopefully not as long a gap as normal. I look forward to this every week, though, as, as we all do now. Um, Matt, with the reviews. Hello. 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 Oh, straight in. Okay. Yeah, I thought I'd go straight in. You were having a go at me last time. I'm doing a new, th- you know, doing a new one. We've not got a lot to discuss this week. We've got two ITV shows. Um, should we start with the one that was on first? This, yep. the, the Lock, uh, a six-part drama set um, in the Lock area of Scotland. Near Loch Ness. Loch Ness, as it is called in America. Loch is just a Scottish word for lake. The opening shot is of someone sort of drifting in the loch uh, (laughs) of the title. It's basically a crime drama. Um, It starts off as a bit of a sleepy town. Uh, There's some kids causing a bit of mischief, pretending that like Nessie is is sort of washed up on the shore. Um, Laura Fraser plays the main officer. Her boss is played by John Sessions. A music teacher is found fallen off a cliff, and um, foul play is um, afoot. So they bring in a um, SIO from Glasgow, played by Siobhan Finner, and not doing a Glasgow accent. Glasgow's but own. By the end, they also find a human heart that is in the sort of um, 
bits of meat that the kids have used to uh, pull this prank. Uh, so we've got two deaths, and we find out the heart has come from that body that we saw at the beginning of the episode, so it's all sort of come full circle. Luke, I'll start with you, even though we sort of knew what you thought yeah, of last because you said... know what I feel. I didn't get it. I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was really formulaic. I thought the characters were really annoying. I didn't... I just didn't care. This has been sat on the shelf for a while... Australia have already aired it. It's already about. It's really? already airing in in the US. We always will endorse a good crime drama. We'll never not watch them. But this, I don't know. I don't know who this was for. It was gentle. It was silly in places. Yeah, I, I kind of with Luke on this one. If this has been on the shelf, then it's obviously filling a space rather than being anything particularly good. I did think that the idea of the fact, like a little bit like Trapped, you know, the idea that you've got an abattoir involved and you've got another body that they haven't quite found yet mm-hmm. was intriguing. But the the basic idea and the idea that this, this that the lead detective, sorry, I have forgotten her name. You are going to have to remind me. What, Siobhan Finneran or Laura Fraser? Laura Fraser is this kind of like go-getting type, you know, she wants to be on the on the case and it's She's her daughter. She's basically been playing this role for a year now. Well, she was, was say, doing that in was... One of Us and in The Missing and now yeah. this. What, what it really felt like to me was a, a hodgepodge of really good ideas watered down with some bad production. The one yep. bit of this that I did like that I don't think they made much of and that, was you it know... Was the curling? It... Yes, the curling. <laughs> well, I, I, I did write down... Oh, we're we in Scotland, are we? Scottish. Laura Fraser's play is there and it's some curling going on. No, yeah. it was the stuff about the kids and growing up in Loch Ness and being surrounded by like this tourism industry. Yeah. And you had like, the boy whose brother had the locked-in syndrome and stuff like that. It's just sort of like the malaise of the younger generation who were sick of living in this town. And it reminded me a bit of when we watched the Kettering incident, Luke, and the kids I, in that. Yeah, I can see that. That bit of of the lock and i know it's just sort of a very very sub sub subplot there was a lot of clunkiness in this i mean i like the fact that uh the music teacher i mean the main suspect is this guy like this single dad his daughter um was one of the students of this music teacher and he got kicked out because uh he gave his daughter the hundred music hits cd they're very imagine you know whoever does the props on this needs to be fired really. It was just too gentle and too silly, and I thought all the performances from from John Sessions. Finland, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all a bit sort of cliched and stuff like that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think the whole thing was rather cliched, um, and there was nothing particularly new in it. The only new thing in it was the setting. Somebody put on Twitter that this was like the Scottish Broadchurch, and I'm like, no, stop that. Yeah. Maybe Broadchurch and- too. Well, no, not even that, no. <laughs> Fearless was the other ITV drama. Oh. That... Sorry. That is your Sainsbury's Sains here? Or is that just no, me? no, 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 that's okay. just me. Just, I, I watched it this evening and, oh, I want to say so many things. A, another six-parter. This stars Helen McCrory. Is that what we say? Or I, McCrory? I, yeah, I always want to say McCrory, but I don't know if it's... That's right. how it's Mrs. Spelled. Damien Lewis. Let's, let's say... No, no. Helen yeah, no, I'll say Helen McCroy for now, and then if she wants to get in touch and, and yeah. correct us. So she plays Emma, a human rights lawyer who's sort of a um, pioneer for people who've sort of been vilified in the press and, uh, like, you know, sexual sex abusers or people who've been, like, wrongly convicted and trying to overturn the cases, stuff like that. She gets approached by the um, ex-wife or ex, ex-partner... 
ex-partner, ex-partner of uh, Kevin Russell, a man who was uh, charged with the murder of a schoolgirl 14 years ago. She reads about Emma's case and writes to her. And basically, throughout the episode, she learns, oh, yes, there were some things done to in the you know police investigation some like leading questions blah 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 there's enough evidence to suggest that something went awry by the end of the episode she sort of gets him off and there's going to be a retrial um running sort of coincide with that is another story involving emma where she's looking after the wife and child of a syrian someone who's wanted by the cia someone who why wouldn't you yeah, uh, you know, just well, she's sort of a pioneering sort of human rights activist. Her dad, played by Wycliffe, is in um, hospital. <laughs> He's dying, <laughs> and then at the end, there's a weird sort of almost like spooks type thing that happens where there's a conspiracy wrapped up in Kevin's original conviction, something to do with Michael Gambon, who plays like this lord, and um, a American uh, woman played by Robin Weingart, who's got something to d- to do with this as well. And it all seems a bit confusing. What well, before you say your things that you're going to say, can I just sort of make yeah. my point here? Because I feel like there's three separate programmes going on in this one programme. The first one, which I like and which I think they should have made, is a, a show based solely around Emma and the firm she works. I think there's room... I would agree with that. Or like a show about a human rights lawyer, this sort of small pioneering law firm, the stuff that, you know, the flack she gets from the press. They could even bring in, like, the story where she's trying to adopt a child with her partner played by John Bishop, oddly. How did that happen? I don't uh, understand that. He's a former, or like, he's a tabloid photographer. But I like that, like, he's her bit of rough, I suppose. Then the second show is Broadchurch 2, basically, because all these mm. characters, Kevin Russell, the um, his p- former partner, the the family of the murdered schoolgirl, they all feel like they come from Broadchurch. So there's, there's that which I didn't like at all. And then there's, the as I said, this weird sort of espionage thing, the, the sort of arresting officer in the Kevin Russell case. Now it's for, is it MI5 she now works for? Yeah. Um, the one yeah. uh, well, no, he's the equivalent of Homeland Security yeah, in the UK. Yeah, so. Musaku, who's sort of wrapped up in both cases, but she, you know, she's um, there following her as well to do with the Syrian people that she's got in her house. So she's sort of entwined in her thing. And that's the third one. As you say, this is from someone who wrote... Um, what's his name? Patrick the guy Hobson. Wrote, Patrick Hobson. Who, did he write Homeland? Or He's a creator and writer creator, of it, yeah. Creator writer of Homeland. So there's like he the was Homeland, there for two days. There's the Homeland stuff, the Broadchurch stuff, and the sort of legal stuff. So you've got three separate shows in here. So Gary, go and you watch this. Um, this is a really good show, ruined by terrible editing... And a confused storyline. The first ten minutes of the show are terrible. They really are. Absolutely awful. If I was to tell you that I've thought about switching off after ten minutes, I don't think you would have blamed me. No, I very nearly did too. The scene they should have started on is the scene about 15, 20 minutes in where she's listening back to the tapes. Because that then tells you everything you need to know about her role 
and the storyline in the background because it goes back over the. Do case. you feel like you should be spoon fed that much though? Because I didn't. I never felt. Oh, I don't know what's going on. I never felt that. Yeah, I like a show that does a slow reveal. But then I got frustrated with this one because I had no idea who the lead is ten minutes in. No idea what the storyline is ten minutes in. I think you're right. There is a case to be made that you don't need to be spoon fed. You've got to get your audience hooked early. Otherwise, I agree that. I agree. Other, that. Otherwise. What what is to stop them from ten minutes? And I think there's something here. I quite liked the stuff at the end with the Americans because I like a bit of intrigue. There was something decent there, and I do agree with you very much that I actually like the law firm idea much more than the individual case. It was really fifty fifty, but the fifty I liked was really good. But the fifty I didn't like was terrible. So really? where does that lead? Are you watching it? I, again? I'm going to watch episode two because of the last five minutes. I, I'm with, I'm with the... Gary on this. I think I'm gonna give it another go and see where it where it I'm leads. Not, but... I'm not going to watch the second episode of the Lock. There's nothing. I'm not no. intrigued by that body in the water at all. But this had something at the end that made I me liked think Helen I McCoy in this. I, I will stick up for her performance. She in was this. scenery thought... chewing. I thought. Uh, I say the acting in the broad church bit that I'm going to call it from now on. That was all horrendous. The best bit for me was when. She, as, as Gary said, where she was listening back to the tapes and she heard yeah. the tapping, you know, of the evidence photos. And then you saw that scene, that flashback. And I thought that yeah. worked the best out of everything, just her listening back to these tapes. But I'm sort of, I'm done. But I, I yeah. for all the reasons that Gary disliked it, I thought that m- majority of the acting, even though I do like Aaron McCroy, I love her in Peaky Blinders, I just thought this is too... I don't know, it's not cliche, but it just, I didn't believe any of there's it. There's too thought... much, as I, said, as I said, there's too much going on. There's yeah. three shows in one and, and, and the guy she was defending had some, aw- the, like the guy she meets in prison, Kevin. had some awful dialogue. I mm. thought he was a horrible yeah. person. I didn't want him to come out of prison because no. I just no, hated there was his nothing, guts. No, there, you're right. Neither, nothing neither did his son. No. I just wasn't engaged, and if we didn't do a ruddy podcast, then I wouldn't have Yeah, you, this wouldn't have even... Yeah. Uh, Two out of the three parts of the show, I'm slightly interested in. Mm. The legal drama and the espionage. The mm. other part, hopefully if they don't dwell on it too much... But then it looks like the Homeland bit is connected up. The Him being arrested and convicted is something to do with a larger... Oh, absolutely, yeah. ...to do yeah. with the Michael Gambon character. Okay. But I will, I will watch and we'll talk about the second one next week and see whether it's going to be something well, Luke we can carry won't. on with. Well, no, won't. Luke won't, but you, you and I, Matt, can sort of say, well, we'll and we can talk about the second episode a little bit. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email. CustardTVReviews at gmail.com Picks oh, gosh. the week. Yes, can I go for mine? Yes, you go. I don't know when it's on, but I know it's on next week. Murder for being different. Check your local listings for BBC Three. Keep How? keep keep it, it yeah. <laughs> keep it tuned. The team behind, obviously, murdered by my father and murdered by my boyfriend, and also don't take my baby. It's about a hate crime, the killing of a a goth girl, mm-hmm. and um, her partner, who's played in this by. Um, Nico Mirallegro. Um she was beaten to death. He was sort of left for dead but survived. They've sort of worked with him and her family to, you know, make this as truthful as possible. I mean, we loved all those other sort of true life BBC three dramas, so I can't see why we wouldn't like this. Chanel Cresswell's also in this. 
Sophie McShearer, and the only sort of downside, Sally Lindsay is in this as well. Oh, she's always a marker of a terrible programme. But Apart from Scott and Bailey. Well, yes, but she wasn't in that enough to annoy me. Well, let's hope it's the same with this. It, it, hospital. A, I've been in enough of them myself recently, but B, this, uh, this, uh, this excellent BBC Two drama actually deals with the incidents around the Westminster Bridge attack, which yeah. uh, I had a minor... Uh, role in playing um well, no, in that, I... no, that's you might want to rephrase that <laughs> no well you know what i mean i was i was nearby you were in hospital opposite... i was in hospital but not one of the hospitals that they're talking about but no, um absolutely. i've just found a date for my one which is the 18th of june so that's sunday murder for sunday. being different I can i just say though that the most mis- the most the most misleading um television program next week is killer women with piers morgan i was really hoping for a slightly different word haven't they done that one already well, yeah, the yeah all of these of women are no good. They're not keeping up their name. If they're not killing no. him, then they're not keeping up their words. Uh, right, then. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale and The Americans. I'll go for two. I've seen The Americans. I don't know how easy it is for people to seek out on ITV Encore, but it's there Mondays at 10 uh, on ITV Encore. And then the uh, ITV Tale. Encore is a bizarre television channel. They're hoping that people are going to pay to watch the Americans, that's what the... But the stuff they, they, they wanted to ITV. be the Sky Atlantic of, yeah, of but ITV. But the stuff they put on ITV Encore is pants. Yeah. Well, in Doyle, the Frank Frankenstein, Frankenstein remake thing that they They were going to do the midwinter thing. That was going to be on ITV Encore. Harlots. Let's finish this bad boy up. Let's <coughs> do the social media. Gary, your, your, your shopping hasn't gone No, yet. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a complaint to uh, the... Well, they're only halfway market. through your slot. Yeah, I know, but the football's on now. I don't want to be interrupted. <laughs> I did actually have a, a cardo this morning, so and that came dead on nine o'clock. Anyway, let's do Facebook first. Facebook.com forward slash Thecaster TV. We'd love some new likes on it. And as a Wait, thank we have, you, have we had any recent new likes? Matt? I, uh, no, we haven't. No, no. we're still we're still you. around on the hundred and ninety-seven mark. Yeah, so come as on. a thank you, Matt will give you a shout out on this shout out on this very <laughs> platform. <laughs> What kind of accent so, was that, you two? I don't know. Uh, at Luke Custer TV for me, Gary's is... Oh, shopping's here. You can see the van pulling up. That's not <laughs> That's no yeah. Twitter handle. <laughs> at The Gary Show. And that as well, at Matt's TV Bites. Subscribe to us uh, through various podcasting apps. Podcaster, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher. We're there. And we're on YouTube. Overcast. YouTube.com for us. That's The Custer TV. Yes, it is a little bit, but I imagine it'll clear up later. Oh, no, sorry. But, for individual reviews. Do you have it bagged already, or do you not pay for bags, Gary? No, I, I, I don't pay for bags, because that's extra. Ricardo, pay, charge you for bags, but then knock it off next time, <laughs> you know, if, if you, you give, give them the yeah. bags back. Okay, we'll be back soon. I don't know whether... Email? Did you do oh, email? Yeah, email? Sorry, my apologies. Oh, yeah, if we have any emails. You've got, you've got a, no, we haven't, but you have oh. got a jingle, you could have just played that. <laughs> yeah, just play that, yeah. Custard TV reviews at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us. As I always say, if there's something we're not watching that you're yeah. loving and you want our views on, or you just want to point us in the direction of, uh, that's the email you need to use, Custard TV Reviews. Or just generally tell us anything Yeah. that we could then claim as our own. Shop- shopping's there, i got to go. Bye. Take care, bye. Bye. Rate and review us wherever you find us. I think that it's programs like this that help people realise that they're not alone. Search The Custard TV on YouTube, iTunes and Facebook. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.